So what's Florida's favorite summer tradition? Obviously getting naked. Right. It's another week, another naked guy arrested in Florida. It's it's like our little song of summer. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, Florida has tons of millionaires, right? Oh, yeah. Millionaire engineers with purple hearts and living like Indiana Jones. Ooh. That sounds like the life, right? Absolutely. Well, even Indy can have a bad day sometimes. Well, yeah, when he sees a snake. Sure. So why would you get a coronavirus test when you could just go to see a psychic why? instead? Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Tarot card <laughs> reading and find out if you get corona. Perfect. All that and more coming up on Episode 7 of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry! Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show! Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about people that live and play here. And we have some of those, don't we, Kirsten? Oh, we absolutely do. And we've got a a good group of them again this week. Awesome. You know, I so desperately in these weird times that we're living in, I so desperately don't want to talk about coronavirus. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of over it too. But, but it is impossible. Yeah, it's still to uh, not talk doing about everything it. with our daily lives. Right. And and that's what brings us to our first story mm-hmm. of the day from CBS Miami. Bridget Rock and her husband wanted to get COVID nineteen antibody tests to see if they were ever exposed to the virus. Good idea. Absolutely. So she makes an appointment at the Adventura drive-thru, which is operated by Banyan Medical Systems. She got an email confirming her appointment, but then she had to cancel. Oh, boy. What happened next is where things get a little weird. Okay. She received voicemails from two different women at Banyan saying that they had her test results. Mm, So she called back and was told both times that her test results are negative. Well, that's a relief. (laughs) Right? So Bridget pressed a little further, and the person on the phone said, oh, you know, maybe it was some kind of a data entry problem. Oh, jeez. So Bridget says, you know, this is a very serious problem because people are walking away from taking these tests thinking that they have their results that probably aren't valid. Of course, Banyan has apologized for the error and says it won't happen again. That's incredible. I mean, it's really scary when you think about it to not get tested and then get test results from two different people. Yeah. That's crazy. uh, The only thing that could be worse is... Um, well, a pregnancy test that like <laughs> screws up all of that sort of stuff, like not right. take, either not taking one and getting results. It doesn't make any, make any sense. Yeah. People get tested for all sorts of things, which are quite honestly a little bit more serious than not to say coronavirus isn't serious, but finding out whether right. or not you had it a few months ago, you know, uh, yeah. I, can you imagine going to get your, your pregnancy test and then having people call or call and give you conflicting results? Or call your mother or father <laughs> and tell them that you're having a pregnancy test and it's like and you didn't even take one? That's awful. I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're trying to come up with a great analogy for this, but I, I don't know if there is one. It's just not, it's not good. I don't even know how it happens. I, I, I don't either. Well, apparently it was a clerical error. Yeah, it's so, like, so there you go. It's like, oh, no, we don't have any results from this person. We're just going to go ahead and say that she's negative. And you didn't then, have it. Yeah. You didn't just just yeah. to be safe. You hey, never hey, had hey. it. Just I mean, it's much better than saying that she's got on the side of yeah, caution. Absolutely. So a little public service announcement. Uh, oh. The story does uh, cite a doctor, Dr. James Wantuck, who says, you should probably check with a trusted physician to decide which test to get 
and don't just go on Amazon and order a test. What great advice. I mean, I know that that sometimes goes without saying, but it's good to hear it from a trusted physician. Can can you get coronavirus antibody tests on Amazon? Oh, I'm sure you can get everything on Amazon. That's so true. it wouldn't surprise me at all. Well, and I mean, I was at Dollar Tree today. Yeah. And, you know, as I perused the store, as mm-hmm. I as I am wont to do. Right. There are so many great things at Dollar Tree. Lots of... And always surprising. So, Dollar Tree is not our sponsor of this podcast, no, by no, the way. No, 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 no. So for many years, I have been intrigued slash baffled by the fact that you can buy pregnancy tests at Dollar Tree. I know. It's crazy. Like, it seems crazy to me. And and far be it from me to cast aspersions on the $1 pregnancy test. No. It actually could be a good thing to have if you're A-B testing. But <laughs> I do have concerns about the efficacy of the Dollar Tree pregnancy test. Yeah. I don't know that they have COVID tests at Dollar Tree, but I did see this time while I was at the store, they now have self-test kits for marijuana testing of your own urine. Oh. Or of someone else's, I suppose. Yeah, why not? If you were stealthy and could figure out how to get yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, that whole PSA that we grew up with in the 80s where it was like, you, I learned it by watching you. It's like, <laughs> it could have been the dad finding out about his son's marijuana problem by getting one of those tests. Or or the other way around, the son finding out about his dad's marijuana I learned issue. it from you, dad. Right. Yeah, the Dollar, the dollar Tree test. So... You know, I I I mm, I don't know. I mean, yeah. if I I think if I'm an employer, I'm probably not going to use the Dollar Tree. It's test. not going to be the loan test that I use. There you go. It Good could point. be something that I use as a way of hoping to confirm something, or as I said, for A/B testing. Yeah, I know that that sounds crazy, but I'm thinking it well, scientifically you know, maybe at least. You- I think a pregnancy test is going to run you a lot more than $10 for, you know, like a brand name one. So sure. maybe you get $10 tree pregnancy tests. Ooh. And like if eight or nine of them come out positive, then you're you're probably right. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, I mean, I did averages. take statistics in grad school, yeah. but yeah. yeah, math's not my it thing. It certainly can't hurt. So back to coronavirus yes. testing, though. These These folks who are calling her... Do you think maybe they're just psychic? Ooh, they could be like Miss Cleo. Oh, darling, Miss Cleo. I don't know what accent that is, but I really like yeah, it. Yeah, it was it was terrible. It was terrible. Well, I Ms. thought Miss Cleo was from the Caribbean. Miss Cleo was actually from Los Angeles. Oh. She was an actress oh. playing a Jamaican So Miss Cleo really wasn't a Miss Cleo? She was not. It was Her all name an was act? like Tanya. It wasn't oh, Tanya, but okay. you know, it was a it, yeah. It was all an act. Can you believe it? Well, I just Duped. hope we're not bursting we were... anyone's d- bubble with this. You know, they might have put a lot of <laughs> well, faith in Miss Cleo. And... I I do remember, you know, like maybe twenty states having lawsuits against the psychic whatever network yeah. and Miss Cleo, who, by the way, I'm Florida sure it said ties. for entertainment purposes only. Florida, it probably did. Florida yeah. ties though, Miss Cleo. Um, Spent her later years before she passed in West Palm. And I think oh. she even did ads for a used car lot or oh. something like that. Oh, that's good. I mean, it's just nice that there's a Florida connection. Helps us to bite the tail on these things. That's right. right. So Miss Miss Cleo perhaps could go it, were she still with us. Yeah. Or maybe some other enterprising actress slash psychic out there, you know, into the coronavirus yeah. uh, game. We hardly knew ye. Thank you so much, Miss Cleo, for all the entertainment that you provided to us. R.I.P.
So, uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, Miss Miss Cleo, you know it's getting hot here in Florida. That, uh, that's yeah. my smooth transition. Yeah, no, that's no, it's good. I mean, it's <laughs> it's sweltering out. Yeah, it's really really muggy. It's it's steamy. Yeah. It is steamy. And what of course happens in Florida when it gets hot? Oh, we gonna wear less clothes, girl. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of Floridians <laughs> wearing a lot less clothes. Definitely. And, and a lot more stories in the news that reflect that. So our next story from news965.com. All right. A Florida homeowner made a startling discovery Friday morning. He heard his dogs barking, so the Clearwater resident investigated and found a naked man in his kitchen. As one would do. As as one does. Yeah, I mean, it's not surprised that they have less clothes on. Maybe keep a couple things on, though. Right, so the naked intruder left after grabbing a pair of knives, As you do. Said. Moments later, police, with the assistance of a canine, found the man in a nearby screened-in porch, or lanai, as we say in Florida. Do you really need a canine for this? Right. The man was hiding under a swing. Oh, okay. 32-year-old Jesse Ramon Conover was arrested and charged with two counts of armed burglary, according to the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office. The arrest report says Conover appeared to be under the influence of drugs. Huh, you don't say. By the way, he entered a not guilty plea. It always surprises me when they're under the influence of drugs. Yeah. I just always feel like everyone's stone cold sober when this happens. When when they're sneaking into people's kitchens. Allegedly, when it happens, right? Buck, buck naked. So he's naked and decides to grab a pair of knives when he's leaving the kitchen? Not like a tablecloth? Not like maybe an apron? Oh, a little kiss the cook. Uh, whatever it says on it, it must be <laughs> something better than just, uh, you know, sashaying down the neighborhood looking for a hiding place in your birthday suit. Carrying Maybe, two knives. Yeah, carrying two knives, which, you know, I mean, it, it's already suspicious if you're carrying knives. If you're doing it while you're naked. Well, uh, if you're it's naked. It's going to arise suspicion. If you're naked, you have no pockets and therefore have no place to put your knives or any other kind of weaponry for that matter. Did we, so, I, I once heard Jerry Seinfeld talk about a bit that he wanted to do where if you're naked, it just you don't have a place to put your hands. You know, in, in your, you know, awkward. So he talked about making like a belt that had pockets on it so that you so would like have a So like a tool put, belt. It, yeah, but it, with little pockets hanging off of just it, just like your... a tool belt. Yeah. So wouldn't it have been nice that this invention, you know, wow. I mean, I don't know why this would be nice. It's like the guy obviously made the decision to be naked. So he's probably not going to put on a belt. That's Jerry Seinfeld. And this guy clearly never listened to his mother because first of all, your mom would always tell you never leave the house without a clean pair of underwear. on. Yes, absolutely. That's always been the advice. Right. This, yeah. this guy just had... A, not a clean pair of and anything even if you on. didn't have a pair of underwear just turn them inside out it's like you have a pair of underwear right <laughs> i mean i suppose at desperate times desperate times or maybe he had a pl- clean pair of underwear the day before and was following his mother's advice and decided well i just got to get rid of these now they ain't clean no more so so then my next question is you know Obviously, running with scissors is a bad idea. Uh, yeah. Running with knives. They're just whilst naked. Ooh, I mean, I'm starting to get images in my head of like really bad cuts that are in really poor places. Yeah, yeah. Can we all agree that the kitchen should be a no nudity zone? I would like to do that right now. I say we decree it right now. Can we get Florida some kind Freak of a show, um, uh, representation? We decree right now. Uh, a freak nation. Yes. That the kitchen be a nude-free zone. Nude-free zone. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Every every other place in the house 
fine. Do what you got to do. You know, get your dandies however you need to. <laughs> but the kitchen, dandies. that's where we really need to be careful. Yeah, this poor man, the homeowner. There's not, a lot not... of things happening in the kitchen that where you got to really, you know, be careful right, about right. how Cleanli- the cleanliness yeah. is. I mean, cleanliness is good everywhere, but the kitchen in right. particular. This poor man is going to have to lysol everything in his kitchen, top to bottom. And in this day and age, you can't find lysol, so he's oh I, yeah, he's just gonna have to burn the house down. Yeah, I think just best to start 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 over, start yeah. from scratch, start just, from scratch. Yeah, you know, raise it all down and just. Let's build build anew. So we will rebuild. So not the only um, naked man in the news this week. Oh well, it wouldn't be Florida, right? So a, a little bonus story for you from eight fifty wftl dot com. A Florida man is accused of exposing himself to a woman who was on her porch trying to enjoy her morning coffee. Just enjoying my coffee. The Naples Police Department received a call from a woman who lived on the second floor of her condominium with a porch overlooking the pool. The victim told police that she saw a man with no pants or underwear standing by the pool. Everything below the waist was exposed. He then proceeded to walk over to a lounge chair, lifted his legs... And does what pantsless men do. Uh, the woman, of course, called 911. Mm. Then took some photos, which police used to identify him as 39-year-old Joshua Atzezareta. Ah, I'm probably butchering that. Who was arrested and charged with just a, a potpourri of offenses. Just a, a cornucopia. Yes. Of offenses. Yes. A motley of arrest of offenses. Yes. Coming, it's like my, the, my roger is coming out in me. All right. <laughs> so, well, you know, I'm just going to play devil's advocate for the first time. You know, I'm going to take the side of the accused. Oh. Maybe she was asking for it. I mean, let's be oh, honest. Corey. with Let's be honest. If you're going to have a porch that's overlooking the pool, mm. you know you're going to see some awful stuff i i, mean, I don't just, like this mentality coming out of you at all well it's all a bunch of just victim it's, it blaming has, victim blaming <laughs> you know that it's <laughs> it's just me trying, just trying to just trying to be silly i mean you might as well put a sign up that says flash me here right yeah yeah i mean yeah plenty of other places to enjoy your morning coffee yeah. i mean most of us have to enjoy our morning coffee in our nooks you know, or maybe if we're lucky enough to have a porch that overlooks the street, you have one overlooking the pool. That sounds lovely, but it, you know, bad things can happen at a pool. You just never know. Well, and Starbucks is only, you know, carry out only right now, so she can't go there to enjoy it. Yeah. So now there's one important thing in this story that I have to point out and find, yes. you know, find out more information about. I'm I'm being investigative right now. Investigate away. Yes. So it says in the story that um, everything below the waist was exposed. Correct. Was this subject Donald Ducking at the pool? I believe he was Winnie the Pooing. Oh, Winnie the Pooing. Uh, Yogi Bearing at the pool. Yes, maybe. Uh, uh, Porky Pigging. Porky, porky Pigging <laughs> at the pool. Um, for those of you that don't watch, that are, you know, are a bit more refined and don't watch Saturday morning cartoons all the time, we're talking about cartoon characters who only wear shirts and no pants. That's right. Right. Some, some even wear just like a bandana, like Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Bandana, no pants. 
just about what's the point of just wearing a bandana honestly it's 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 a i think it's a little bit of flair we talked about flair (laughs) at the last episode this is a little bit of flair you know it's a pop of color you know when you're tony the tiger and you've got beautiful oranges and blacks and and whites on your fur how about like a nice red kerchief you know, yeah. just to, well, okay, yeah, just, get... just just to give like a little pop. So yeah, there's there there's definitely a double standard going on right now. If, yeah, if you are a you know fairly genderless animal cartoon, yeah, perfectly acceptable. If you've got you... like a lovable stutter, yeah, and you're you prance about pantless. Yeah. yeah. If you're a rando at a pool, it, that makes you a perv. It might, and it might. I I'm willing to go the whole cartoon route that probably like, you know, gives you off the hook and these sort of things. But there, another thing about this is a lot of these cartoon characters, very confident. And as we talked about before, I don't confi- think the man uh, in this story was lacking in confidence in any way, shape or form. Like, yeah, it definitely, <laughs> you're, you, you might be true. So you, you might be right in that, in that case, especially with his actions. Once he found out someone's one, Hey, I have an hey, audience. Check this out. So, oh boy. Okay. so yeah, so, uh, you know, here at the Florida Freak Show, we are nothing if we are not equal opportunity. Absolutely. So we, we had a couple of Florida men in this in this uh, episode here. So let's let's talk about another Florida woman story. OK, good. good. From ClickOrlando.com. Melbourne police say 32 year old Audra Adams called 911 a total of five times in one night from the Monkey Bar and Grill in Indie Atlantic. Ooh, five times. During the fourth time she called, officers were already at the business. During her fifth call, officers were actually speaking to her. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on with this lady? When asked why she called 911 so many times, Adams said that the bar was not following health guidelines intended to stop the spread of coronavirus. Florida, of course, was in phase one of reopening at this time. So she was just, you know, performing a citizen's act. The owner of the bar has a slightly different story. He says that Adams was inside the bar trying to kiss random customers. After multiple people complained, he asked her to leave. She initially refused, but eventually left the bar and planted herself in the parking lot where she began calling 911 about what she claimed was a lack of social distancing precautions. She was arrested on trespassing charges, disorderly conduct, resisting an officer without violence, and misuse of 911. Oh, so was her issue with social distancing about the distance from their mounts to her? Lips. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, this is oh, I mean, I, I, for one, really can't wait to like hug and see friends and family once again. Yeah, and I'm not a hugger, but I want to hug everybody. Right, 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 right. But uh, this kissing bandit idea, not the best way I would think to do it. <laughs> this doesn't bandit. make a whole lot of sense to me. You say kissing bandit, and you know what I think of, right? Morticia. Morgana. Morticia. Right? Morgana. Oh, it can't be Morgana. It has to be Morticia. I don't know why I thought of the Adams family. Mor- Morgana, for those of you who, who are probably a little bit younger than us, Morgana was known as the Kissing Bandit, and she was a buxom woman. Is that a word that, that still gets used? She was yeah. buxom. Yeah. She... A buxom woman right. who, starting in the late 60s and well into the 80s, um ran out onto baseball fields to kiss her favorite players. Right. And uh, and in the running And also NBA would, and, and yeah. yeah. 
would grab a lot of attention. Yes, in the run up to doing so. Yeah, yes. she bounced a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, in in fact, I I want to say that she blamed gravity on the fact that she fell onto the field, and then at that <laughs> point had to. But but yeah, so she she I I think her first was Pete Rose. Oh really? I'm pretty sure. Like the in hit the late sixties, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember her kissing Lance Parrish once when I was growing. I remember her kissing Te- Kelly Trapuca. Oh, basketball! Wow. Yeah, I didn't... she did some NBA. Yeah, I so think she, she kissed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar too. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Does she have like a stepladder? <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. Well, I, I mean, he was probably nice enough to lean down and. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure, but uh, yeah, that's I, I could be wrong on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But I, some somebody that played for the Lakers that was really tall. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I I apologize, Morgana, that I got your name wrong and mixed it up with Morticia. I don't know what I was thinking. I was just like a, a name was popping into my head, and that's what it ended up being. Morgana, also, by the way, you know, Florida ties always the Florida ties. Always the Florida ties. She uh, she winters in Florida. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly. Everybody where. comes down here. Everybody winters in Florida. Yeah, you know, you get to be a certain age. It's a lovely place. It is a lovely place. Well, nothing says I'm mentally deranged. By the way, getting back to the story, yes, uh, like placing multiple stalker calls to nine one one, even when people are, <laughs> even when the the authorities are there talking with you, ma'am, ma'am, I'm right here. You don't have to call nine one one. Yeah, and tie up the line anymore. You can just talk to me. Talk to me. Like a, obviously, she wasn't getting the answers that she wanted. Um, you know, from the some, folks on scene. Some people are more comfortable on the phone. Some people are more comfortable texting. She yeah. clearly is more comfortable on the phone than in face to face interactions, unless, of course, that face to face interaction is kissing strangers at yeah. a bar. Yeah, that's true. I, I was. I'm also thinking that uh, most people don't want to be on the phone with customer service. But she seemed to be okay with it if, in this case, customer service was like a 911. It's like, you're right there talking to the person's face-to-face. It's like, you know what? I kind of like her on the other end of the line. She has no idea what's actually going (laughs) on. She only knows my side of the story. So I'm just going to keep talking to her. Yeah. Yeah. So, So moving on to our last story. And this one might be my favorite Florida story of all time. That's a big thing to say it, it it is it is from tampa bay times and reporter christopher spada in october 2018 so we're we're going back a little ways okay. but this this all kind of has come to Gotta a head recently in time. here we go <laughs> uh in october 2018 florida treasure hunting company seafarer exploration announced it had hired a dr michael torres to help them develop technology to find treasure in a sunken ship off of florida's coast well this sounds promising right we've got our pirate history here yeah. in florida lots and, of pirate history yes. lots of sh- sh- of sunken treasure yes lots of uh, chess at the bottom of the ocean yo ho ho and a bottle of rum with with uh with Yar. all the doubloons spilling yes, out of spilling them out. right yeah so Dr. Torres was a brilliant wounded war veteran oh. who was also a cryptocurrency millionaire Wow! and held a PhD in aeronautical engineering from Duke. Dr. Torres. And was an adjunct professor at MIT wow. and had developed classified communications for military contractors. Where does he find the time? Right? Impressive resume. Yeah, very impressive. A few months later, Torres made the local news again, uh, by the way, dressed kind of like Indiana Jones in the process, announcing he discovered an ancient Peruvian burial mask that had washed up on Melbourne Beach. 
But that's around the time his story was beginning to unravel. Oh, no. That's when it took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like we're on a VH1 all Behind of a the music. <laughs> yeah. And that's when things took a Hit turn. Hit rock bottom. Yep. Scientists hired by Seafarer privately told company officials that Torres's act was nothing but gibberish. Oh, boy. And not science at all. Mm. And then one of the company's research archaeologists said he thought the Peruvian mask might actually have been a modern souvenir made in Peru. <laughs> okay. So last week, Seafarer filed a lawsuit in Hillsborough County. Among other things, the suit says that Torres flunked out of college with a 1.3 GPA. Oh, boy. And that Duke doesn't even offer a degree in aeronautical engineering. Oh, seems like something easy to find out. Yeah. So they want Torres to pay back about 100 grand in wages and return 61 million shares of stock in Seafarer. Wow. Yeah. So for what it's worth, Torres says his boss is the one who actually padded the resume to make the company look good and that he just, you know, gone along with it. Mm. Uh, And by the way, he has recently been seen on TV in South Carolina touting a major discovery of Civil War artifacts that he just happened to find in Charlotte Harbor. Well, that's just something else. Excuse me, Charleston. Charleston Charleston Harbor. Harbor. Right. Yes. So this, so let me get this straight. This is a man who purports to be a millionaire, Bitcoin having, millionaire, yeah, yes, bit, Bitcoin millionaire, being uh, archaeologically digging, uh, <laughs> aerospace engineering, wheeling and dealing, war hero. Indeed. I mean, if it worked for Ric Flair, uh, come on. I mean, it's just it. This is like a, a like a wrestling promo, like come to life. Yeah. Like, this guy is anything and everything. Well, you know, Florida is the home of professional he wrestling. Should have talked, yeah, so. he should have talked about the Rolex that he designed himself um, oh. and that he happens to be, you know, rocking right now. It's like, listen, dude, you can dress like Indiana Jones, but you ain't Harrison Ford. <laughs> uh, I mean, any of these things would have been impressive just by themselves. Right. But that's, Absolutely. That's, this is always the downfall of the Florida freak. Is that he just always wants to make it always bigger has to, and bigger. Yeah, right? just continually doubling down, continually doubling down. Well, and, and it's and it seems he hasn't he hasn't uh, learned his lesson. He's still, you know, pulling, doing his you thing. Know, doing his thing, you know. It's it's just the way he wants to live. It's a shame. But. So so this whole lying on the resume thing. Oh whether yeah. whether he lied or his employer lied, because you know, we we have to take both sides of the story here. This is but, true. This is true. We only really know the one side. So I, I found a recent study online that says forty six percent of people say they know someone who lied on their resume. Wow. They know someone. They know someone yeah. who lied on their resume. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's a that's a staggering number. That I mean, honestly, that is. I mean, it that's is. it's basically half. But yeah. I think, ooh, I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say that Florida's special, but we all know that Florida's pretty special. It's very special. It's special in so many ways. So this this seems to happen a lot in Florida. Hmm. I remember a couple of years ago there was a woman running for um, state senate or hmm. the state house um, who had said in in her campaign and on her materials and her application and whatever else that she had a BS in marketing from Miami University in Ohio. Right. Um, that degree is not even offered. That's this is the part at, about at, these two stories 
That is just, I mean, if you're right. going to lie, do, your, do research. your research. Right. At least make sure that the programming exists. I mean, yeah, sure. That means that that's one person that they can call and say, yeah, we don't have any record of that person. But they're going to want to do that probably anyway. Right. I mean, it's yeah. Like, most people are going to do their due diligence on this stuff. I mean, it makes it so easy when they're like, I can't even find a major for this person. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Somebody called BS on her BS. Yeah. Basically. Do you Good remember George O'Leary? Yeah, the football coach. Yeah, he was coach at Georgia Tech for a while back, oh, yeah. back when we lived in Georgia. Yeah. And um, got the most prestigious job in the entire United States. I just remember he looked football. like he looked like an old grandfather. Like he had just very silvery, silvery white hair. See, in my mind, guy. he looked a little like Brian Dennehy. That's all I there remember. There you go. Yeah. I'm, that's kind right? of. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like a bigger guy with like silver yeah, hair. Yeah. So, so anyway, George O'Leary gets what is or at least was at the time, the most prestigious coaching job. Oh, yeah, Notre in the Dame. Country. Notre Dame. You're going to coach Notre Dame. Yeah. And then it turns like, out... Like the the opportunity of a lifetime Absolutely. For a coach. Then it turns out that he'd lied on his resume, that he didn't have a master's right. degree, that he hadn't lettered in football at his college, you know, <sighs> that there was all sorts of different stuff. And do you know where George O'Leary ended up? No. Where did he end up? University of Central Florida. Of course. I mean, I think he why coached there for close to, to a decade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Florida, we don't check it does, references. It clearly. It should say that when like, you drive into yeah. the state. Welcome to Florida. We don't check references. It's like, yeah, yeah. Best of luck when you're lying on your resume. I mean, there's probably a good chance you're going to get by. <laughs> oh, wow. That's just crazy. There are, there, I was going to say, there are, it does seem like that's the place where. The coach with his tail between his legs goes for his next job. Like if something bad happens or whatever, it ends up being in Florida at one of the I, I mean, universities. I, yeah. 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 So, you wow. know, in, in most of these Florida freak stories, I mean, you can look at this story and go, oh, that guy's the freak. Mm-hmm. Naked guy at the pool. Naked guy running with knives down the street. Freak, freak, freak. He's the freak. Yep. A uh, woman kissing randos at a bar. Yeah. She's the freak. Yep. Who's the freak in this story? Is it the guy who lied on his resume who said he was a rocket scientist, archaeologist, Bitcoin millionaire, whatever yeah. else? Or is it the guy that actually believed him? Well, you Who's know, the freak? I'm always going to give the benefit of the doubt to the, the, the victim party. Like, if it's the first time that it's ever happened to him, it's like the whole fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. If I don't learn from my mistake um, from the last time that I got fooled, then this is a problem. This is a problem that I need to address. So, I mean, it's hard to say, you know, just looking at, you know, knowing what their past are. But I feel awful for the for the uh, for the the party that got got. In this case. That got got? Yeah. I thought for a second you were going to go Obi-Wan Kenobi on me. Oh, I was thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> who is the fool? The fool or the fool who follows him? I Yeah, I don't know. I don't and know. And that's, that's, that's old school Obi-Wan. That is. That's Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan. Yeah. You're welcome, Florida. So so I, I guess those are our finds for the week. So yeah, what lots did, of good stuff. What did we learn this week? Well, we learned with the COVID test that if someone calls you with COVID results, make sure that you've actually taken the test. Yeah. And I mean, ask her if her name's Cleo, I yeah. think, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I feel like, I do, I feel like this is like a scam or something like that or whatever. Um, lots of naked nakedness in this particular episode. Um, and you don't have to worry about a naked man stealing your apron necessarily but hide the knives 
Yeah. That seems to be the thing. It's like, hide any cutlery. You know, don't worry about the apron. That naked guy's not going to take that. He doesn't need no. that. Keep the cutlery away. Uh, kissing and social distancing. Any any ideas on that one? Well, I mean, first of all, she did put the diss in social distancing. <laughs> she did, yeah. Kissing <laughs> randoms at, at a bar may be the best way to protest to protest social distancing, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely a good protest. And, you know, Florida loves a good protest. And and then, of course, our millionaire, war hero, aerospace engineer, archaeologist. Anything you learned from that one? Um, I learned a lot from that one. <laughs> and that's, I guess, not to just believe every line of BS that a Florida freak yeah. tells and me. And not all archaeologists dress like Indiana Jones. This one did, though. Yeah. Well, this one did. <laughs> um, that should be the dead giveaway. It's like, I feel oh, like almost nobody does. Oh, there yeah. you go. That's yeah. that's where he messed up. It really is where he messed up. So those were our fleek, freak, fla, 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 fla. Easy for me to say. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Our freakiest Florida finds for the week. And, you know, I, ju- I just have to wax poetic here for a second yeah. because this is our first full month of the podcast. Oh, we yeah. started in April. Yeah. But uh, this we have we have completed a full month and then a little extra. And May May was an amazing, awesome month. We had so many great stories. We didn't even get to talk about a lot. Oh of them. right, there was that one story about the woman who beat her husband with a bouquet of Mother's <laughs> Day flowers. Nothing says Mother's Day like beating the crap out of uh, of of your of the person who got them for you. Right with with flowers <laughs> with the flowers themselves. Um, there was also the guy who dove into the fish tank yeah, at the that Bass was Pro a Shop just deal. up the road from Real here. Real big deal. Definitely. Uh, that was a huge deal. All right. And then there's the surfer um, who lost his prosthetic leg when he wiped out. And then the 13-year-old treasure hunter who found it. Yeah. It was really a, a nice feel-good. Yeah. It was, a, it was a good feel-good, warm and fuzzy kind yeah. of story. Um, or what about, I don't know if you remember this one, the guy who snuck into Disney and was trying to wait out uh, his quarantine oh, yeah. on one of Disney's little islands he on the Disney property. He found his Shangri-La. That's right. Right? <laughs> right there in Disney. Makes a lot of sense. I mean, you're going to find a lot of like you know of things that you, you can use or whatever. It's not like being on a private island out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. So uh, we post all of our Florida freak... Florida freaky stories, easy for me to say, on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Yeah, so those stories that don't make it to the podcast, you'll still find them on our Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, and so remember to follow us at FLA Freak Show, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us out and helps us find more freak fans like you to enjoy the show. Until next time, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. We will be back next week, and until then, let your Florida freak flag fly.